that was creepy. Craig Bot. He's not subtle. <laughs> Thank you for the guy for, for letting me know that you're recording. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to get Brian caught up on what went down last time, uh, he can yell at you guys for not putting him on a catapult. I'm going to go get me a beverage. We got on the boat. We made a new bugbear friend. I threw up for a whole day. <laughs> I threw up for most of the day until, thankfully, the lesser restoration does cure seasickness eventually. We found out that Michaela snuck on board and she got chewed out in Elvish for a long time where well, Anonymous Druid and Rome just kind of sat there awkwardly like, okay, maybe I should have left. Right. That was fun. I was still throwing up at this point. <laughs> yeah. The next day, Rome went over and fixed the river and then he hugged her and she was confused. She's not used to that. And then we found out that the... Actually, I think you had seen Leader of the Cult of Asmodeus da, um, crap, what's his name? Ah, hold on, let me refer to my notes that I have. Look at it again with the dude! Evan, yeah, you had seen him watching us on the port, like, as we left port. Turns out he gathered his fleet and started ch- and sent his fleet after us. We convinced Meg and Tim that no, we weren't joking. We did drop kick the devil through the door. He really does hate us, and we're probably going to have to kill all of his cultists we come across. He sailed through a storm, disappeared into the night instead of fighting them with a broken sail, fought them the next day, destroyed all but one ship, and Brock, do you want to take over what was on that ship? Yeah, so you saw the Silver Hawk insignia or whatever on the front of the ship. And didn't get as murderous as you wanted to get, yes. as you actually would have if you were playing. But you, you still got pretty upset about it. They tried to board us, but Bob was rolling shitty all night, and they failed pretty miserably. They actually hit things. He destroyed most of his own weapons <laughs> by himself. We didn't actually do a whole lot to that ship. Uh, <laughs> Artemis was hucking fireballs like nonstop and like burned half of that ship down. But the ship with the guy you hate on it got away. Like, yeah. really So fast. We, we were kind of able to determine that they were using magical means to propel their ship way faster than they would normally be able to go. And we have no way of catching up with that. So you wanted to chase after it. We're like, dude, that ain't happening. Yeah. We physically cannot catch up. We need to get this mission done before the army finds us. You yelled at me because I told you where there was no way we were going to be able to catch him. Yet again. Shalaz on video chat, they gave Craig. Craig has his own little thing. Little bear. Yeah. Can't hear also, Bob at all. He's not talking. I walked away. That's because I muted my mic like an ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll start off with basically where you guys stopped at the explaining. The ship is two and a half miles away. It only took me about 35 seconds to get there. Down here in the bottom left corner is the Silver Hawk. Looked like it was commanded by one Devlin. There was a cleric of some sort on there. It would probably be a wise assumption uh, for you guys to guess that's probably a cleric of Asmodeus sent by Devin to help out. Jim is the one who first spotted him. Jim, yes, thank you. I was thinking it was the fairy dragon, but it 100%. So. Unfortunate that you said that I've already yelled at you because I was going to do that again today. Oh, you can totally do it. it. <laughs> we retcon the other yell, so you can yell now. There was no. Audio files got fucked up, and I'm, we lost the entire shit battle, so feel free to continue yelling at Artemis. 
Last time on the Disciples of Eight. You dirty motherfuckers! This time on Disciples of Eight. <laughs> As their ship is starting to, you know, distance between us, all will away from the railing that I imagine he was just at and just clinching, probably being damaged. Is just ugh, so so very angry. I don't even think anybody knows. He'll turn around and he'll grab Artemis by the collar and lift him up. You make us go faster. I don't know how. He just kind of tosses you aside to everyone, even even to the druid. You you and nature, you make the wind. Make us go fast. Oh. Oh, I can hobble us along, but it will not be to the specifications needed for the proper crushing that he deserves. We'll find him another day. We'll kill him dead. There's no other day! He killed everyone! He must die! Now! There's no way for us to get to him. Next time, we will kill him. Today is not that day. We need to finish what we're doing before the military finds us. If they find us, you're definitely not going to get your revenge. Kill them too! And he'll stomp away on the, off the deck and basically is going to look for something to destroy. <laughs> oh no. Please don't get us thrown off the ship. <laughs> well, if he's not careful, he could very well destroy it on accident. <laughs> All depends on how Bob rolls. Artemis is a wide-eyed and he gets up dust himself off. Well, there was a point in the game last time that I had to go have you down because you walked the wrong way. You were sliding. Yeah, you, you didn't roll well on adjusting to ship life. It took you a, a bit. <laughs> uh, you almost fell off the side like three steps. Uh, yeah, it's going to be dexterity. Yeah, you didn't do great, buddy. <laughs> For a moment, you were strapped to the mast. I'll just and... walk. <laughs> you're... <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> but it'd be a long walk to get back to the ship. You're you're like three days sail outside of a harbor right now. Yeah. <laughs> One thing you did do well, Ryan... When Wall first realized who this was, he was fucking pissed. And, like, he let out a murderous scream. Everyone was so, not intimidated, but, like, impressed with it that we got to uh, take a D6 inspiration dive. <laughs> yeah. Devlin heard your yell and saw you and almost yeah. shit, his pants, uh, shit his pants. He did not, uh, he didn't hold that one well. Rome saw that. Looks like they're getting ready to board, but I don't think they were prepared for the word forge. Very upset that their boarding planes did not take hold. I am as well, sir. <laughs> we kind of trust them, really. <laughs> Throughout this entire exchange, the telepathic stone that lets us talk to each other in minds, but I feel like almost it's just so rage-filled and angry. You start catching glimpses of memories in Wall's eyes. See a keep out in the middle of a meadow, and you see Wall with a, a mercenary troop walking into it. That's a few days later, and you see them up on the walls, and you can see an army of enemies that are surrounding it. Cuts a few days later, nighttime, you can see Devlin at one of the gates. It's ordered the guards off of it, and he opens it, and he walks out. Oh, he opened the gate to your six? He's a son of a bitch! Why did we not kill him? I had to go to bed. Why did we not kill him? <laughs> <laughs> Do you just start learning this out loud? We're translating Kara passed out on the couch. <laughs> right before the memory cuts out, that's when you see Wall charging to the open gate to try to hold it in vain and just disappearing under a flood of enemies. Yeah. That's why I must die. 
Has anyone shared any of this with the class? I mean, I know I had one of the stones, um, but I usually keep it off, so I probably didn't see that. It's all through the wall's memories in the stone, so it's probably only the druid. Yeah, I keep mine off because of the druid. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> reasonable amount of anger. Reasonable. I told Kara, I was like, you're probably getting just insensible rage through your connection with Wall. And she was confused because there was no gums around. <laughs> I, I decided I couldn't do any concentration spells because rage was so strong. A red haze just drifting in between those, those stones. Oh, uh, did you guys touch on Linguini and uh, Michaela's puppy love blossoming in the kitchen? We forgot about that. Things got tossed around a lot of the storm stuff. First, she just went down to check on them and just saw them talking, and also saw just how horribly scarred up Linguini is. I'm pretty sure she's seen full-grown men crack with less than that. Oh, she's—he's—he's he's been through hell, and he's 18. Yeah, and and if I remember, Bob told us their ages—they're 18 and 16. It's adorable. So cute. <laughs> As Artemis kind of hits the deck, Mike and Tim come up, and they don't seem to really be the worst for wear. They're kind of taking stock. You guys took a little bit of damage, but nothing much. There's several crew members injured. Might be more damage below deck soon. <laughs> Tim is kind of hot on your heels wall. He doesn't seem to really be focused on you, if you even notice him. Do you like to roll a perception check, or are you just so wrapped up in your anger that you're just pacing the... I mean, oh, he wouldn't even be looking. It would be just a passive, but then again, I've got a 15 passive, so... Yeah, you, you see him walk by, and he just marches straight through to the galley. He looks like he's going to go check on Michaela and, by default, Linguini, just because they don't really seem to be separate by anything. At least they, they haven't been the past couple of days. Uh, once Linguini got a sea legs, at least. And after we've realized Michaela was on board. Yeah, she was trying to be squirrely. <laughs> the rest of you, Mike walks up to you guys, and it's a good thing we had you on board. Well done, wizard. Thank you. Thanks for running the artillery pieces. It's appreciated. Might be able to find a place for you on the crew. If all of this doesn't work out in your favor, you get bored of it. You just kind of, that's to the group in general. If this doesn't work out in a favor of, we're probably dead. Or worse. Worse in my case. you <laughs> <laughs> There's always room for and the worst. Ships are fine. It's it's the other stuff that bothers me. <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of hold out a word symbol. Is there any, anyone who needs healing? Probably not. Yeah, I so said I don't think that anybody really took damn. I mean, I only hit the ship four times. She's still going to ask, like, is there anyone that needs healing? Uh, there's several members of the crew that can use it. I'd say if you were to spend two first level spell slots, you could take care of the worst off. And the others, okay. you're pretty confident that there's the, the medical supplies on board should be able to take care of them. She might sort of slip off out of the conversation to go, because, like, if she can see them, she's going to go lay on hands or cure wounds enough where they're able to sort of get up and about and just do regular bandages. Oh, I'm going to not do that. Yeah, you're able to. It's getting on. Uh, it's about noon. You guys hit them pretty early in the morning, but it's a, a naval battle, so... Took a little bit longer, a uh, little bit uh, for everything to sh- cinch up, and you guys actually get into combat. Um, Ignore that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cast nothing at second level. I know exactly <laughs> what he's doing. He's adding spells to his list and hit the wrong button. I do it constantly. <laughs> I got a phone app for that. You guys can't see when I screw it up. 
Mike kind of points out what needs to be done uh, above deck to get everything ready. Uh, just place a little bit of rigging. Magdar is kind of handling the damage crew. He passes around his mug of mead to anybody who'd like some. And Rum is going to just continue helping sort of bandage people and make sure everything's all right. Oh, I'll take a shot. Yeah, I'll take a drink. Just probably something they're not used to having happen from a drought. I, I have some rage to get through, so alcohol may help. <laughs> Go ahead and give me those contacts, fellas, folks. <laughs> yeah, I'm certainly having a swig, and then I'm going to also assist Magdar with uh, getting stuff fixed up. Probably's probably also going to accept the cup, but she's just going to sort of sip at it. You're going to nurse like, it? You're not going to down it? Okay. AD and Artemis, anything you guys, uh, any checks you do, you have a disadvantage on. This hits you really, really hard. After that full day of vomiting and then working through the night with the storm, you guys are just still not doing great. Icky and Vikros, y'all take it, burns a little bit, but no worries. Apparently staring and watching him mix it up, uh, you guys kind of knew how to brace up for uh, the burn and what was going to happen. Jerome sees the two hard drunk, she's like, I'm not healing you from this. It's fine, it's fine. This was the intention. Um, Just finished the battle and killed many men. You know, some of us can heal themselves. We just we need just a little bit more good libations. I'll give back those good libations. Alright, moving on along. Nickros, you said you are going to help set uh, the rigging? Correct. The forward sail is what really took a couple of beatings. So just give me a uh, dex check. Uh, make sure you can hang on to the rigging and help swap out the necessary stuff. I'd like to climb up and hope if I can. You want that a dex check or a dex save? Check. It'll be a save if you fuck up the check. I'm going to need you to make a dex. Actually, I'll, I'll let you do an acrobatics to make sure that you don't lose your grit. Both, both the same. Oh, no. Okay. Both bad. How are you so bad at Munkin? <laughs> You're only a few feet off the deck when your uh, foot gets tangled up in the netting going up to the <laughs> god you're so bad at this <laughs> you're going up to help out with the rigging and you fall and Magdar just kind of reaches out and catches you sets you down in the deck pats you in the head is maybe just watch this time and kind of shoes you away Magdar thank you <laughs> oh my god gosh Jesus is anyone else helping with anything I could try what do you mean helping with anything? Killed tons of boats and people. It's all the helping I need to do today. I would ask if there's anything that needs to be uh, repaired or crafted, probably. Old crash from below decks. Go ahead and roll me uh, some strength checks down there. Absolutely. What do you want? Actually, roll me an attack roll. Oh, okay. That one. Why wouldn't it be in that Present. one on the very first one? <laughs> In your rage, you, you, god damn it, fuck, I don't have my phone to fill up. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hits himself in the face with it. <sighs> All right, roll me D100, sir. 44. You rip your flail out, the head kind of gets wrapped up around your arm. You kind of flail for a second, and you just kind of slap it using the handle instead of the head. So nothing really happens. Look, now he's even more pissed. Oh, absolutely. I definitely don't want to help with things. Apparently, everybody is just rolling poorly. Oh, <laughs> mine doesn't have anything to do with that. Mine has to do with the D100 I rolled before the game. <laughs> you got your yeah. dick roll out of the way early. It's over <laughs> for you. 
uh, the uh, reason why we can't have nice things. Ryan, what you're attacking is actually a boulder for the catapult. So it's just, you've happened across a large pile of rocks underneath in the midships area. Gotcha. Tim kind of hears a ting, ting, ting of your flail hitting and he, use the other end, it works better. He closes <laughs> the door. <laughs> yeah, thanks, tips. I feel like I'm once everyone's been like tended to upstairs or my might buck head down like, anyone here need healing or medical attention? Is everyone all right? There was no one below decks except for Linguini and Michaela. That's why she's asking. She's just like, just checking in with them. They weren't hurt or tossed around or anything. You're welcome to go and check in on Linguini and Michaela. I will go down the low decks looking for lunch. I will check on Linguini. Romy's gonna poke her head and throw like, ever do one a little life down here? It got a little rough. So you say, yeah, we'll start with Romy because we'll say she's got like a 30, 45 second head start on you guys. As you open the door, give me a perception check. All right. Mm. Did you knock first? You've been 18. Does your perception check notice a sock on the door? <laughs> it's in the kitchen, God, I hope not. <laughs> Having some Michaela Vicros flashbacks. Also, Tim just went to check on them. If there's anything kinking going on in Linguini, he's already dead. <laughs> Did you roll your d20? He's a Google dice roller, is out of habit. <laughs> That's good, what'd you get? 18. You kind of open the door and you catch like the last hill end of, of Tim speaking to the young lovebirds. And all you catch is, you know your father will kill you. Yes? Just making sure no injuries down here. Not yet. Please don't kill our friends. He's the not, not the one that's gonna, but you know. And he kind of backs out of the kitchen. You guys coming down the stairs. He is just, in uh, Elvish, is just going at it under his breath. Just, Do I catch him? Go ahead and roll perception, and then AD, you can roll me perception as well. I pull out my rations, suspecting there's no lunch, and I eat a ration. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nine. Because I'm very hungry. Uh, you, you just hear the mumbling. AD, what you hear is of all the times she could be smitten, it's now in the middle of the sea, and we can't stop it, short of locking him in the brig. God damn it. And then he's off to the main deck. It looks like he's walking to the captain's quarters. If Romay had heard that, she would have been like, oh, I'd, it's like, I'd love to see you try. <laughs> Seems like a lot happened while I was busy throwing up and then fighting a wolf battle. What's <laughs> <laughs> real funny is like when he was throwing up halfway through that, too. You kept tabs on him during his y- y'all stay at the inn, but you weren't like checking in with him daily. So this is... So you guys know, it's not a new thing since shit would happen. This started at the hotel, at the end. I, I kind of realized in the middle of like going back through that thing, I was like, wait. Pretty much all you guys did is make sure he was happy and content. And for him, happy and content translated into being pretty much in the kitchen most of his waking time with Michaela prepping for the coming business days. Oh yeah, I'm going to actively so not be in the way of it. Uh, I'm not going to try and stop. Rame thinks it's adorable. Ad, you get into the kitchen, and they've not really resumed talking. Arame is still kind of standing at the door. Tim is just kind of charged out. But you, you kind of poke your head in and give me a perception roll. Both of us. And you went back into the kitchen, yes. But I poked my head in, and I imagine I sort of like stepped aside as Tim walked by, and then I went in. Look at these guys. Doesn't anybody mind their own damn business? Eating my ration at the table. Maybe you're unfortunately not able to see anything. I'm good at people with love. What did you get on that uh, perception, second perception check, Arame? 
eight. And so I was like, I technically never really left the room. Yeah, your original roll didn't really get you a bunch either. It just got me not getting hit in the face with the door. <laughs> uh, you guys catch that there is a very... They have a good tempo. They work well together. And they're in sync in the kitchen. And Linguini... Oh, don't you worry. We'll have dinner right up for you. Oh, good. I can put away the rest of this fashion. <laughs> I, again, you guys won't get the benefit of his standard cooking just because you guys are shipboard, so he doesn't have his full plethora of, of good eatings. But at least it's better than standard ship fare. Uh, that's fine. I'm just going to walk in and, like, look up, look down. They don't look injured. They don't look unhappy. It is on its way. I'm happy. Walt, are you still out there beating the hell out of some boulders? I imagine he would have gone and found a... Uh... After some time passes, he would have gone and found a more secluded spot. Got a better place to brood? <laughs> yes. Let me throw the sh- shit map back up there. Sorry, I forgot to that I've got that for you guys. That is not the right one, I don't think. That is blurry as balls. I've got one that is not super blurry. There you go. So, Ryan, you could go easily down into, like, the main cargo hold down here. There's not a whole lot going on. Uh, most of what's going on has been on the mid-decks. There I be. A couple hours go by, the reading gets replaced, you guys kind of start to get back under sail. Thank you. Oh, there we go, I hear a crash. Welcome to Discord. So, Crash, you've missed a few things. You look down to see Vikros in your arms, looking up at you longingly. Oh, th- thank you for catching me. <laughs> it's all looked at it. <laughs> he fell trying to climb the rigging because he's not good at monking. And now you're having a boy love moment. <laughs> all got very close to just chucking Artemis off of the ship. Now we're just all awkwardly crowding in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm distinctly at the table outside of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I checked everything. It was good. Spent enough time with Linguini alone in our room, growing up a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just moving people to the kitchen where they are. So, Bagdar, you're long- lovingly holding Vikros in your arms. Nikki, what are you doing? I'm probably, Never mind. I know what you're doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of... Uh... <laughs> Where are you at? Are you on the main deck or did you kind of retire down to your quarters? I think I'm probably like on the mid deck here. Just kind of like okay. in a corner here. Kind of got my back away, like facing away from the corner. And you just you just hear like pounding of a small hammer. Mike and Tim both kind of like ask it at you, but you guys are in a fair bit of trust from them. So no one's going to stop you. <sighs> Let's see. Mike comes to find you, Artemis. He is wanting to know exactly where you're going, because like I said, if you remember correctly, the heading you guys set doesn't lead to the main rebel, uh, rebel encampment. I mentioned that he was worried you were going to actually miss the island altogether had you stayed that course you were on. I don't know what we're looking for is on the encampment, though. Tim is wandering down to find you all. So we'll start with Artemis. Go ahead and give me a Arcana check. Oh, hold on, let me just uh, consult my detector here. As he comes to get you, you guys start talking. He kind of coerces you upstairs to the helm. Magdar, you are running the repair crew, replacing the busted rigging and whatnot uh, from the battle. Okay. Wait, I was drunk. Hold on. Sorry. I was going to say, you were drunk, so <laughs> you're fine. You <laughs> <laughs> Did you say it was coming down for me? Uh, Tim is coming to find you. That is uh, Flint's husband. Oh, you missed his... He is wearing his Cloak of Shadows, so light kind of is warping around him. He's just bedecked out in his assassin's gear. You missed that description of him last time. Uh, and Mike is dressed like a pirate, so I was talking to Cole. I'm like, we basically have Pirate Thief Lord and Edge Thief Lord. <laughs> I guess if he enters the cargo hold, but, uh, 
Yeah, oh, no. that's wonderful. Oh, that's no. exactly what I wanted. That's an actual zero. That's an express zero. Oh my god. Oh As man. Small stuff Uh, hold on. Let's see. <laughs> let's see if he beats it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible for him to not. Wow. <laughs> it ain't for lack of trying. Pretty close. Like he he, he opens the door. <laughs> God, this is gonna be one of the night folks. <laughs> he opens the door and he's very very apprehensive. He's slow to step in. You can tell that it looks like he's trying to work the nerve up to actually say something to you. But he does see you shoving something into your bag. I'll say with him barely rolling better than you though, he does not know what it is you shoved it in your bag. Okay. In the bag. He looks at you, and he puts a hand down. There's a small flask on his hip, and he kind of taps it a couple of times. And he takes his hand off of it, and he's kind of patting his thigh. And he looks at you, and he goes, You know, I understand what loss is. Do you think talking would help? I lost everything. He took everything, and I'll take everything from him now. And he'll brush past him and go up. Uh, as you do, he's going to grab your arm. Oh. oh shit, I rolled that like 96 <laughs> times. I did not mean to. So that's just a 15. He's not trying to grapple you, he's just trying to get your attention. If he's not trying to actually stomp him, uh, let's turn back and look at him. Yeah, and, and that's all the grab was. It wasn't a grab to pin you to the wall and frisk you. Oh, I would love <laughs> to see him try that. <laughs> it was just a pausing kind of tug. He looks at you and he goes, It took me. Oh. My loss is fresh. Yours is, I assume, years old from how deeply it burns. But if you need anyone to speak with, you know where I sleep. And he lets lets you go uh, to go about your business. He'll give a curt nod and walk out with a thunderous breath. Is he hitting on me? <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Uh, if you would like to know. <laughs> Just because I'm actually good at it. Somewhat. And I have a rebound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he is he is not hitting on you at all. He truly seemed to be speaking to you from a place of companionship. He just doesn't want to see you spiral out of control like he had spiraled for that couple weeks uh, right after like his husband died. I feel like this kind of works. He's a robot. He thinks everybody's either hitting on him or, or not. <laughs> a rough time telling. <laughs> Y'all's contact, Flint had been dead for about six days when you guys got to the town. And it's been about five more days. So it's been about a week and a half. So yeah. still super duper fresh for him. But for Wall, it does appear that he is coming from a very good place. He does not want to see you lose yourself. Artemis, with your 20, you guys kind of get up to act a little chit-chatting. He doesn't, this is a man who is well-versed in secrets. So you can tell even without a, a role, he is trying to be as Sneaky as he can be, looking at the talisman in your hand, but it doesn't seem like he covets it. He's just completely and totally curious as to what the hell it is. But he doesn't ask anything over. He's just kind of like, you guys walk, waving it around, you know, trying to get a read. You see that it seems to be where it pulled you almost due east originally, instead of your course to the north, which was uh, mainly northeast. It seems to be pulling you kind of back to the west. <laughs> So it's taking us in a different direction west. than it started. It, it is doing that weird burning sensation that it does. Much stronger, so you feel like you're closer to it. And it's moving. Oh, you guys are going to drown. We have to dive underwater to get to this thing. 
I'll be all right, though. It's a breathing. <laughs> My thought process is it's moving. I mean, there's been mention of the king having a kraken. I'm like, this could prove interesting. Um, Russell Kraken. What we are uh, looking for appears to be moving. And Mike looks at you. How is it behind us? We've not passed anything but the enemy fleet. Yes, that's true. We don't tell them anything about the last one we found and how weird as that was. Not that I'm there, but it could be a bellows too. He grips the helm and he bellows out across the deck, make fast. And like the tidy lady she is, he flips the helm and she turns on her heel. Actually, if you guys get caught in the irons. Oh no. Sweet one, bro. I feel like Arohe's gone back to sort of just hanging out on deck and maybe like seeing if she can help move things, but just trying to stay out of the way. Did I break everyone's rolls? You did. You you did. Congratulations. You cursed everyone's dice. You guys, uh, as he's cutting the wheel, <laughs> the wind had it been incredibly strong, but the sails just die. And you lose wind for a few, uh, for a bit. Who would like to give me a D100 roll? Oh, not, I will. Not Matt. I will do it. No, not Matt. <laughs> okay, so it's going to take you guys about four hours of being stuck. I mean, the wind just is gone. I keep tracking the motion of the effect. It seems to be staying pretty much steadily west. The cooling off, or staying where it is in that same kind of temperately warm area. Okay. Uh, I, I have wind chills. They're really <laughs> only going to be like, they're going to be like a wall of wind, but I don't think we want to be in the way of it. Actually, I like that. I'll say that uh, you'll be able to, to cast in such a way to help you catch some wind and finish the turn if you don't want to be stuck for four hours. I'm starting. Sure, do it. Make sure everyone else is buckled down. <laughs> you kind of tell Mike what's going on. Tim's made his way up on deck by this time as well. You tell them what you're planning and they both kind of Make fast again! And just give me, is that a deck save to hit or is it an attack roll? What is that? Uh, for the... It's just a spell. Yeah, deck save to get out of it. Yeah, because it's a wall of wind. This is going to be a, a willing creature. <laughs> so, the sails strain for a few moments as they're filled in, and Mike hard starboards the wheel, and you're able to fall back out, catch the wind, and keep going. After about two hours or so, Artemis, the stone is very, very hot. Uh, very similar to what it was when you were on that bubble. Stop. He starts to turn the wheel. Who is helping with sails? What kind of a check is it? It depends on what you're doing. If you're up on the, uh, if you're going to attempt to climb the rigging, it's going to be a dex check to climb the rigging. And all I'll need is a successful dex check to get up there. I'm looking at you very hard right now, Vicros. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know what you're saying, but I want to try. <laughs> <laughs> what uses strength? You'll be helping tie in the lines if you're going to uh, help with the strength check. Okay. Magdar, you, that's kind of what you're doing is you're making sure that everything's getting tied down the right way so you guys can get ready to slow down and stop. Long and assume you're helping pull some lines too with that uh, down there as well. Absolutely, uh, yeah. uh, very nimble. Thing. So everybody who is helping, just tell me how you're helping and give me the rules. Well, where are you at this point? I would be back up on top deck. Since... The sail that's going to take the most effort to get up is going to be your main sail, right where you just went. So you're good. Right when you get up, wall, Icky kind of motions you over to where he's sitting, top deck. Come, come, come! come. Absolutely, he'll go over there, and he's going to. Try and do this sneakily. He's going to pass you off a large metal kite. Okay. We'll take it. Sneak it. Put it, put it somewhere safe. Oh, you have a bag of holding, Nikki? 
it's too large now. Probably is it too big to fit in the hole? And now that I've put the pieces together, it is too big. We'll try to tuck it away safely somewhere. <laughs> Where? It's too big for a bag of holding. It is now larger than... How would you even pass that off sneakily? <laughs> Doing it anyway. I'd say I'm going to require a sleight of hand check from Icky. Oh, come on. Are you going to waste my 18 on sleight of hand check to take it sneakily? No, 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 no. I, need, I needed that one as well. Uh, so is that a 25? Yeah, 25. Eki still has the advantage on sleight of hands. Thanks to our yep. guide friends. Yep. Is anyone looking their way? Because I'll say all you, if you are, it'll be a perception roll to see what they're doing. But you just need to tell me if you're looking. It will be, yeah. I'm looking for a volunteer for something right now, but I don't see anything for that. Arome <laughs> <laughs> would have definitely started watching when Wall came back. I got 22. Mike got close. Mike got a 24. So he saw something, but he's not sure what he saw, so he just kind of writes it off. Uh, Tim is fucking staring at dolphins jumping on the side of the ship. He rolled a one. <laughs> just for my edification, how big is this thing? It's probably about five or six feet tall and about three feet wide. Did you make him a fucking kite shield? Maybe. Um, there has to be a negative <laughs> modifier for passing off something that I would, large. I would say because of how large it is, I didn't realize how large it was. The DC on that is, is to the point where he, you're able to kind of hide it behind you cartoonishly, but wall, you are unfortunately the 18 is not going to be enough to, to hide it once you take hold of it. Somehow in the handover, it's just like nothing's there, and slide it, and the magician moved, and there was the wall. Roma <laughs> <laughs> is going to see the second half of it. I'll still say that all you'd have to do then is to beat walls 18. I was giving him a bit of a buff because the icky rolled so well. <laughs> you hear a the hell from up on the uh, quarter deck from Mike, and then however Rame responds to seeing it. I'm like pushing on walls like leg, like go 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> what does it you have there? Nothing, go away. In terms of game mechanics, I put it in the large bag that I have that carries all of my anything. It's almost a perfect outline of this giant metal pipe. However, to game mechanics, in flavor text, what happens is the back plate slides open and I just kind of tuck it down into it and have it cover back over. Oh my god. <laughs> that Mike is more enchanted by the possibility of smuggling options from your back opening <laughs> than he is whatever it is you just put into your back. And he comes down and starts kind of like tapping on it, like knocking with his hand, looking for that hollow spot to make it open. And I'll, I'll, start, I'll start pushing on his like shins, like, no, no, go away, not, not for you. And Roma's just saying, like, going to tell me what that's for. Rude. <laughs> Why does it seem like there's always something going on with you guys? Because there's Nothing's always going something going on with them. If there's always something going on, that means this is perfectly normal and you should have no questions. Exactly, <laughs> yes, but the fact that you're being so defensive makes me want to ask more questions. Anyway. I have some minor athletics for the water, <laughs> but I don't know that it's going to be a great idea. Wants to go diving. I'll do it. Uh, don't think that's a good idea. We can't get you back out. First, I do still need everyone's strength and dex checks before we just jump into the water. <laughs> I'm not doing anything for it. Yeah, sure. I thought oh, my no. fingers were nimble, but they're not nimble. Oh, 
no, like no, all no. hopping over the edge right now? No, 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 no. This is just not the ship. We're just re-helping tie any sails down, re-helping secure the rigging oh, or anything okay, like that. Gotcha. Or just on deck ready. Me? I was, I was helping. I was trying to hide a large object in wall. <laughs> if Romaine's okay. there to like lend a hand if needed, but she's mostly just trying to stay out of the way. Okay, that's fine. So yeah, then we'll just take Magdar, Wall, and Vikros. So Vikros, you're able to get up, kind of help wrap up the sail on the foxhole. Magdar, as you plant your feet to, to pull the rope, a little bit of blood left over from the battle that didn't get cleaned up quite right, and your feet slip out from underneath you. You're pulled for uh, several feet. <laughs> That's what you're able to kind of plant. You're not really much help pulling it, but you're just stop that rope from pulling any farther and that sail dropping more. While you almost single-handedly just kind of wrap that mainstay around your hand and just walk it back to where it needs to be strapped and locked in, get it round, uh, round off and tied down, no problem. Uh, so it takes a, it takes a little longer than you'd like. It's, it, the stone's cooled a little bit, but you're able to slow up. He's able to bring the ship back around pretty much right where you were, and then he throws several large anchors off the back deck to stop his progress. Alright, so who wants to be the first to go diving? I am uh, pretty intrigued it's at this. It's not in the Warforged down. Oh, not I, yet. I would I would totally like to do it. Everyone has had their stones of water breathing long enough, you are tuned to them. Okay. okay. Has no one told me that you're attuned, but you've had them for long enough now that Gotcha. Uh, just by being near you, they have uh, tuned to you. Rome might technically have two attuned to her since she's still carrying the other one. As soon as Artemis mentioned that, he's kind of like jumping. All right. How much rope do we have on this ship that's usable for safety line? It's a ship. There's an ass load of extra rope. I'd say you probably have Figured. about seven or eight hundred extra feet of hemp and rope that could be donated to a good cause. <laughs> and that's after battle repairs from losing a mast or placing rigging from a battle, so you're good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we tie a rope off to Icky. You're tying it around my waist? Like, tying it to my tail? How are you doing it? <laughs> Take a little harness for you. Okay. Icky, would you go alone, or <laughs> would you have someone follow you? It's like one of those leashes you see in the kids in the mall. <laughs> it's a cute little dinosaur backpack on the back. Um, I think Vicro should go with him. I'd be down. I- I've been having a great time on the ocean uh, so far, and I'd like to do it below the surface. Lion, son of a bitch, you. <laughs> I feel like as this is happening, because like, Roma has that little warp patch where she keeps the tome from the aid as well as all of her sketches, she's slowly taking that off so she can hand it off to someone to watch whenever she eventually does go in. Linguini and Michaela have kind of made their way on board. Linguini is well-beloved by the crew. They like having a dedicated chef. As you guys remember from last session, uh, everyone was excited to have the chef who had been at the Not In Time on board for the duration of the voyage. Mm -hmm. So he is well-liked. Michaela is treated very much like everyone's little sister. Detective, they seem to be fairly disapproving of her being on board, but it is in kind of the playful ribbing way. And anytime she's on deck, it appears, even to someone not really focused on the situation, that there's at least eight pairs of eyes on her at any time to make sure she doesn't get in any yeah. kind of trouble. And Romeo's just gonna kind of smile fondly when she watches it, because like she, she's like, she really likes this kid. So we tie off the cross too. Real quick before we start diving in, Arame, you're in chainmail. Probably going to be working on taking that off too. Wall, you're 
you're you. Nope. Magdar, you're wearing leaves. Kind of barbarian leaves. Mostly leaves. Icarus, you're in a gi. gi. You're in a leather jerkin, basically. Studded leather armor, yeah. Studded leather armor. AD, you're in leather armor as well. Uh, yes. Make sure I had everybody covered. I want to be. I, that's what I thought everybody was in. I just wanted to make sure no one had changed their armor on me, and I just missed it. And Artemis, you're in just plain clothes, right? You're not even a wizard's garb. You're just like peasant fare. <laughs> and I okay. will be removing the quarter staff and the light crossbow. I'll just be carrying a dagger. Yeah, Arobe's going to be everything but her daggers, but she's keeping her face coverings on until she's about to go in. Were you making a harness, or using a climbing harness to get Icky strapped in? Anybody have a climbing kit? Because otherwise, I'm just we're we're gonna have to tie a harness type deal. Uh, no, just I feel like it, he he made it sound like he was just you're tying the knot around his like shoulders and back. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned next week to find out what happens on Disciples of the Eight. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at Patreon.com/slash/pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Disciples of the Eight is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is deemed by the amazing Bob Tedwell and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, with music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. We have Brock as Icky, Ryan as Wall, Matt as Vicros, Spencer as Artemis, Cash as Magdar, Kara as the Anonymous Druid, and myself as Arome. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com.